Good morning, Bethany. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Absolutely fantastic. You got to tell me what took so long to put a show like this together because this is so up my alley. I live this life every day. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. This show. I. I'm so excited about it. I feel like you know I've been in the social media game for a bit, so it's really cool to kind of be a part of something like this. You know, what's really interesting about this, Bethany, is that a lot of people who are jumping into the podcast circle and or anything on the streaming networks, they don't realize the vloggers are the ones that are responsible for all of this. It started with blogging, became vlogging, and then everybody else reached out to the podcasting and the streaming platforms. So you you are one of the pioneers that made all of this take place. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think I was a part of the OG group. I mean, I definitely can't take that sort of credit because there were so many people that I looked up to before I got into the game. But yeah, I agree. I think that, you know, vlogging and YouTube videos really were kind of the start of normalizing people, you know, that are just random people around the world sharing their experiences and, and their opinions on day-to-day things or showing their life. And and it really has evolved into so many different avenues, into podcasting, into, you know, different social media platforms. And it's really cool to see how much it's it's really offered for people to build their own empires. Follow me is a competition, but what, what's really interesting about the subliminal message here is it's going to speak directly to these businesses that think they can do them by itself, you know, do it by themselves. And, and in reality, they need communication specialists and you're, you're going to kind of open people's eyes and Hey, look, you're going to go out and you're going to do these challenges, but it's not going to be as easy as what you think they are. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's so cool because so we had uh, eight contestants a part of this show and they're all competing to win the $50,000 grand prize. And so during this competition, they're all building their social media presence and they're given these challenges every week and they're working with a different brand every week. So it might be M&M's, yep. Skittles, Snickers, and they all put their own personal twist on their content because they all have their own unique like area of expertise, talent. So it was really cool to see how they would take one challenge idea and they'd all transform it into their own personal concept. And it was just very cool to be a part of. Now, now being somebody who depends on the, the, the analytics and things that go with it, the, I got, you, you say building a following, how about keeping that following? Is, is that part of it as well? Yeah, so every week uh, they were doing, you know, a showcase post along with some other challenges and working with different celebrity influencer mentors. And at the end of each week, they are required to, you know, post their videos into the, the social media universe and whoever gets the least amount of votes would be eliminated from the competition. So they really have to kind of find their footing and find their voice throughout the competition to not only uh, get their videos seen, but also kind of build this audience and this fan base in the process. And I think that that's really cool because it's more than just, you know, one viral video or posting yeah. one video that just kind of blows up, but it's more about them really cultivating their audience and, and nurturing the people that do watch them uh, every week, week over week, and and continuously building their brand and their identity. How many times did you bump into somebody who just thinks that I'm just going to go in the room here and bang it out and expect something on the other side because A, I look good, and B, I've got a great voice, and you know darn good and well that's not what it's all about. (laughs) Hey, I mean, I, I get it. I feel like it's such a 
incredible world and social media has presented so many opportunities for people to really make a living off of it and it's it's presented so many jobs for people that probably wouldn't have otherwise been there if it weren't for social media so i understand the appeal um it definitely i would say requires quite a bit of work just as anything would that you're trying to build from the ground up and and i think that may be something that could be overlooked um, and like I said, I think virality can be quite easily attained, um, but I think longevity in social media can, you know, it requires kind of really knowing your, yourself, knowing what you want to say and, and building your identity and your brand and, and not solely relying on just being viral. But, you know, if you get X amount of views, maybe it's not the highest views that ever, anyone is getting on social media but if you can maintain this x amount of views over time that's powerful and that's really building uh, a true audience I, I love the way that you guys keep it real in the way that you show us what's going on behind the scenes and creating these social networking connections and because i'll never forget when being with iHeartRadio, when that green screen room came into play and we were told to go in there and play with that thing i knew that the face of radio was really going to be seen it wasn't going to be what's heard through speakers we were now going to be seen and that's what i love about the reality that you're putting on on follow me yeah yeah no it's it's very cool that's why I, I couldn't wait to be a part of something like this just because obviously I have been in social media for so long and I think for me it was very fascinating to watch these creators kind of find their place on social media and be faced with these challenges of like you know editing videos like they would go so hard because you know they're giving these challenges every week and i would see them you know stay up all night they would yeah. be editing all night they and i know what that's <laughs> like when you're wearing so many hats because for social media most of the time you're not just in front of the camera you're also behind the camera coming up with the concept writing it out filming editing posting it doing all of, <laughs> all of it and so i definitely could relate to that and it was honestly very inspiring for me as a creator to witness them be faced with these challenges and step up to the plate for it you're so right about that about the unexpected hours the and and how late you stay up or you 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 gain access to a conversation because somebody's in australia and that means you've got to be behind that control board and microphone at three o'clock in the morning i mean it's it's yeah. and, and you you are not afraid to show that reality and that's the thing that i, I want listeners to understand that you you step into our world you, you better be strong or you're going to get stronger or you're going to get weaker Yes, yes. It's definitely, there's definitely an art to it. And I think that it can absolutely be very challenging. And, um, you know, I've had a lot of, or I've known a lot of people that have wanted to get into social media and they'll start it and then, you know, go maybe for a couple weeks or a couple months and they're like, ah, it's just a lot. <laughs> um, because I think it, it can be very demanding. And that's why I think just like with anything, that you want to pursue, um, you have to ask yourself if you really love it and have somewhat of a passion somewhere in there for it, whether it's for video making in general or if it's for what you're talking about, the topic in which you're you're going after, there has to be some spark of true passion because that's what you can kind of cling on to when you're in those moments of feeling burnt out or, or feeling uh, like writer's block or whatever it may be. You know, one of the things that that uh, I want to I want to dig in deep with here, and and uh, you as a vlogger and and you being a part of a follow me is the fact that those analytics play with the heartstrings. And and do you do you will you showcase the reality of those who who put their heart and soul into a project and 
it didn't happen. I mean, it, it, it fell flat because, I mean, that, that's a dark moment in those of us that are on, the, on social media. For sure. I, I think anyone that is in social media has dealt with that at some point where maybe it's like you spend months on a concept for something that you're stoked about and then you put it out and maybe it doesn't perform how you did. And, and it's very easy to equate those numbers to your worth because I think a lot of social media, not everyone, but a, a lot of social media uh, online personalities are based on their personality and their brand is themselves. And so it's very easy to take the numbers to heart and look at it as, oh, if this doesn't perform well, that means I'm not good enough. But I think that it's very important to not take social media numbers (laughs) so personally because none of it's personal. Um, And more than anything, I think it really is such a balance. I think I understand numbers and analytics, absolutely. But also at the same time, um, I do believe there's so much importance in also doing what you love. And if there's something that you, an idea that you really love to do, you owe it to yourself to also see that through um, and not let oh, is this what people want to see or is this going to do well necessarily dictate whether you do something or not? You know, this this show comes at a very, very good time. I mean, a really good time. The show we're talking about is Follow Me because Budweiser is trying to, and Bud Light is trying, they, they tried to reach out to an audience that would become their following. And I think that the judges are uneducated people. They do not understand what it takes to get to a new audience and to keep that audience. And, and I think a show like Follow Me is going to be an educational show for those that need to open their eyes. Yeah, that's what was really cool was to see the competitors of this show, you know, when they worked with different brands. So we've had like Skittles and Snickers and they've got to work with all of these awesome brands and these brands would, you know, give them a challenge and they're able to really have their own freedom in it, which I think is very key when influencers and brands work together. I think that if there's this harmonious balance of understanding both sides of as an influencer, I get as a brand, you want to get your message across Mm -hmm. and you have an idea that you want to do it. And for me as an influencer, I know how to speak to my audience and I know the language that they understand. And so I think trusting both parties when they're able to truly trust that each side knows what they're doing and I think when brands are able to trust that the person that they're working with online knows how to t- talk to their audience organically, that's when it's really beautiful. And that's when you get product and content that an audience is is inspired by and, and wants to listen to and doesn't see it as an ad because you could tell there's more um, authenticity in it. Yeah, you bring up influencers and those that are branding, and and what what a marriage it, it can happen. But so many times the influencers think that I I don't need that other stuff, and it's like, man, you're you're making a bad mistake. Do you expose that in the show where you know you've got a powerful influencer that thinks that they've got control of the audience? Um, no. I mean, I would say everyone that was uh, competing in this show, they all. I mean, there was definitely some challenges yeah. and, and some drama in that sense of, of you know, just being stressed and, and high tension and you're going to feel that. And they definitely did feel that. Um, but I would say as far as that goes, no, we didn't really have um, too much of that that I remember. Yeah. I just know that 
they were just so excited to be a part of it and and so down for every single challenge that came up that they wanted to make it work and they wanted to see it all through share with me your your experience in in show prep because being a vlogger i mean you 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 don't get in there and just just start talking away i mean you you plan it you execute it you post it and then you get to the next you know the next opportunity for an episode but but what what do you do in the process do, do the ideas just flow to you how do you know what you're going to put up next so for me, I, yeah, I pretty much usually will do little brainstorming sessions about different videos that I want to do. And sometimes it can be a little more involved where I have like more of a storyboard, I guess, and like uh, different acts of kind of the pieces of the story in which I want to get across to my audience. And then sometimes I'll do videos where I kind of just go in with an overarching idea and kind of make it up as I go. I would say those are more so like vlogs. Like if I'm doing like a true vlog, I don't really write out um, any specific points cause it's just more loose. And then if I have a video that has a more in-depth theme and I know I really wanna get this point across, then I'll really break it down for myself because it definitely makes it a lot easier in the filming process when you kind of know, okay, these are, the three parts that I have to cover. And sometimes that might even come down to writing out little scripts or, or little things such as that, if it makes it a now, little bit easier. Th- this show is, is going to be powerful for me because I'm a broadcast instructor two days into class and, and my students think they're already stars on the internet. And and so I, <laughs> I, I want to be able to use this as a tool to say, look, okay, are you doing this? Did you see what happened on this? Ba 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 ba. And I'm not going to be the only one because we, th- this is such a tool for so many businesses. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But and you you really do learn so many um, skill sets in it as well. I think that um, that was a part of social media that I'm very grateful for. I think that once you really get into it and you start making content, honestly, of any form, um, I'm sure with podcasting as well, you, you kind of take on little jobs that you didn't, didn't necessarily sign up for, but it's it, it kind of is all helpful in building your your toolkit and you and you sharpen all of these tools that you didn't necessarily initially intend on doing and it all kind of helps you just be a stronger storyteller. Now what's so interesting and and let, let's talk reality here. I, I know that the grand prize is fifty thousand dollars, but what, what's so interesting about this is that with social media, when you strike it rich, fifty thousand dollars is just a penny. <laughs> right, um, right. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think (laughs) social media definitely um, has offered so many incredible opportunities for so many people. And working with brands, budgets can definitely be insane prices. And so it's it's true. It is very much true. And I also think that the $50,000 for this competition, I think, was so incredible for these contestants, especially because you know, they're just getting into this and they've been aspiring to be social media stars and they've been working on their crafts and their talents. And so um, it definitely added that pressure of like, we're all, you know, they're all enjoying themselves, but there's that cash prize at the end that everyone, you know, all obviously would love to have. And, and it is definitely a good amount of money. And so, um, yeah, it, it definitely, I feel like added that extra bit of, 
kind of encouragement and also a little bit of tension into it. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you think that one of the stars of this show, and, and I think it'll probably be one or two episodes into it before viewers really pick up on it, the, the star of the show is the creativity, that it comes from out of nowhere, and that if you think about it, you can make it a reality. And that's what you're exposing on, on this show, is that it's like, let's make it work. And now, now you got to go find the energy to make it work, and then you bring it to life. I love popping a seed like that. Yeah, no, it, it blew me away every week when the contestants would be given a challenge. And, you know, I would even think about like for myself being the host, I would think of these challenges and think of how I would do it. Right. And they would blow me away with the way that they would do it. I think that's that was definitely the coolest part is to see, you know, eight people given the same theme yet it looks like such a different concept for every single one. I think it's also a great testament to if you want to get into social media and you feel like it's too saturated and you feel that, you know, oh, everyone's already doing it, so what else can I offer? There's always something that you can offer. Even if you're doing the same category or the same genre as hundreds of thousands of people, even without trying, you're going to do it differently because you're just different. Yeah. So that's what I think is very cool and a cool lesson to be learned is that it's not too late to get into it and you will be unique because you already naturally are. Teaching people to to really understand that the receiver of their social media is a human being. How, how do you break that wall for those that, that, that think it's all about it? Well, if I put it up here, they'll come. It's more than that. You've got to build up that relationship. Yeah, that's where I think really know, getting to know yourself and asking yourself what you want to say and whatever it is that you're passionate about will help so much because for me, like as a viewer, because I create content, but I also love to watch it. Yeah. And and for me, I, I love watching people that I could tell. Well, first off, it's it's you know, I tend to find things that I'm interested in. But more than that, uh, if there's a topic I'm interested in, whoever is making that content, if I could tell that they really love it and they live it and it's not something they're just doing because they know that it's going to get a lot of views, I connect with them. I resonate with them when someone's just being raw and themselves. I relate. And I think at the end of the day, majority of people that watch social media, we all just want to relate to people. Yep. We want to see we want to see parts of ourselves in other people because it makes us feel more connected to the world. And so I think that if you can just be the most organic, authentic version of yourself, the people that align with that will find you and they will love you. And it'll also be a lot easier for you to do that long term because you're never being someone that you're not. So it, it, it has a less chance to feel inauthentic to you. Wow. You got to come back to this show anytime in the future. The door is always going to be open for you. Thank you so much. No, thank you so much. so fun. Well, you be brilliant today, okay? Thank you. You as well.